Blog Talk Radio. Radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday. And I'm sorry, it is not Monday. This Tuesday, July 30th. Uh, we are a little bit confused today because we always do our shows on a Monday. However, due to um, a family urgency this past weekend, I had to postpone the show on Monday, and I am doing it today because I so much want to give a proper closure to the topics that we have been discussing um, for basically June and July, and that is becoming a relentless businesswoman. And I wanted to uh, give it that proper time um, and give you guys what I would consider some really good information on having the will to succeed. And that's what I want to end today's show on um, as we end this series on becoming a relentless businesswoman. You know, I came up with this series all together um, because I realized that, that there needed to be a definition. There needed to be something as businesswomen that we needed to strive toward, something that we needed to become. Um, in order to see more things happening in our business, in order to achieve more success, in order to accomplish the current dreams and goals that we wanted, there there was something missing from what I thought the blueprint, the myth. Um, and so I was searching for a word to describe what I was feeling that needs to happen when you are trying to push hard, but you've got to go beyond even that to accomplish your dreams and goals. What is it that you needed? And I, I, you know, looked at different words, I looked at different definitions, and after much, much search, uh, I came up with using the word relentless, because relentless defined exactly the type of mindset uh, the type of attitude that as business women we need to have in order to move forward. It is just so very, very important. And so again, um, as we end the the series on becoming a relentless businesswoman, I definitely wanted to uh, again make sure that I gave you some really meaty substance as we as we close this topic. Uh, on becoming a relentless businesswoman. And so we will be, again, giving you some really good information on um, on the theme today, Relentless, the Will to Succeed. So I'll be giving you information on that. I'm also going to be bringing information on the five questions of leadership and authority. I can't leave that out. It's just so vitally important. And in addition to that, I will also be reading um, an excerpt from the book No Excuses by Brian Tracy, one of my all-time favorite writers. And uh, I, I, I tell you, this book, if you allow it, this book will sow some serious seeds into your life. Today, 
I'll be reading from Chapter 13, Self-Discipline and Time Management. Again, uh, Self-Discipline and Time Management. And so I'll be reading from that in just a little bit. And this will indeed be the last excerpt on the Successful Woman radio show that I'll be reading from the book No Excuses. However, I am definitely going to adopt the book No Excuses into and incorporate it into um, some of our training over at womenaboutbiz.net. And I plan a whole uh, course series on no excuses because I'm just that serious about the fact that we have to stop putting up excuses. There are many valid reasons why we don't get things done, and, and they're all kind of valid reasons, you know, illness, sickness, death, uh, you know, um, other priorities. But at the end of the day, we have to understand the fundamental definition of what an excuse is. So whether an excuse is valid, justified, or not, it really is still just an excuse, and we have to learn how to become more proactive businesswomen so that we decrease the amount of excuses that we have to make as to why certain things can't get done. And, of course, when you're talking about becoming a relentless businesswoman, you just really don't have any tolerance for excuses. Even though you're going to have excuses, your tolerance, your tolerance level for Putting up excuses is very minimum. You you don't put up with them at all. And um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well as we read an excerpt from this book uh, by Brian Tracy. And, again, ladies, I really do encourage you to go ahead and get this book and have it in your business library, not to collect stuff, but to pick it up and read it. I think the way his chapters are written in this book, you can literally – pick it up and go to any of the chapters and get so much substance out of it So um, without having to read the whole book itself. So, again, pick up your copy of No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline by the author Brian Tracy. And with that said, again, I want to welcome everybody to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our show today, even though it is not on a Monday, it is Tuesday, um, July 30th. I want to thank you uh, for taking the time to join me um, on today's show as we put closure to our theme um, that we've had going on for a little while, becoming a relentless business woman. Let's go ahead with the five questions of leadership and authority. Uh, here's question number one. Am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Again, am I clear on my role as CEO of my company. Now, you know, I've always recommended that if you're not clear on your role, it, it's one of two things going on, right? It means that you have not either written a position description for yourself so that you could remain and get that clarity that you need, or you really haven't given enough time to the thought process of who you need to be for your company as CEO. So either way, you need to take yourself back to ground zero and build the right kind of foundation when it comes to getting clear on your role as the CEO. And number two, what are my business priorities? Um, one of the things that help you to get even clearer is when you know what your business priorities are all about. So very, very important. And, you know, um, I've 
as I read through the book No Excuses, uh, there was a section uh, that I read from Brian Tracy, and I do believe that it was out of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was out of Chapter 11. Yes, it was, Self-Discipline and Sales. And in that particular chapter, the author talked about that he discovered uh, that you needed to dedicate 75% of all of your time towards sales and marketing. And when you don't, you're not going to see the money coming in. And so you really do need to look at what your business priorities are. And, of course, you've got sales, marketing, all types of tasks that you've got to implement, delegations that have to occur. But you need to be able to define it based on yourself and your business. And then number three, do I have a bird's-eye view of the following areas, right? Your daily workflow. Again, your sales and marketing, your follow-up, your delegation, and your task, all of those things work hand-in-hand. Hand. So in actuality, question number two and three really work hand-in-hand hand together. What are my business priorities, and do I have a bird's-eye view? Um, that's very key. And then question number four is, am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping to execute my daily workflow? So, again, a power team is really a support structure that you have set up for yourself. And one of the most important things, principles that you must learn as a business owner is that even though you might be a solo entrepreneur, meaning that you don't have a paid staff that's supporting you, okay, but it's you. It's just you trying to figure out how to make that business work and how to make all of the roles balance and work together. But what you must understand is that you don't have to do that by yourself. So certainly being an entrepreneur um, and, and working as what we would call a solopreneur does not mean that you are supposed to be trying to do all of these things by yourself. It means that you should be building up a support structure to support your dreams, your goals, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And, again, by doing so, it shortens your learning curve and it, and it actually decreases the amount of time um, that you will need to see whatever it is that you're trying to get done, see it happen. So with that said, again, the power team is very pivotal. I don't think that if you're, if you're wanting to be successful, I don't think that you can do without creating a support structure. I don't think you can actually do without having an actual power team in place. But for each person, for each business, the power team will consist of different types of professionals that are going to help you in your business. Not every power team is going to be the same, and so you have to kind of customize the type of power team that you will need for yourself, okay? And then here's number five. Do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team, right? So we talked about the fact that you really can't do without a power team, which is a, a group of uh, professionals that is a part of your support structure that cut your learning time down because they're already an expert in what they do, and they help to decrease the amount of time, so therefore you're going to see things happen faster in your business. So now we come to the last question of do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? 
Ladies, the power team cannot be put into place. It cannot be activated um, until you yourself as the CEO have created a delegation system and, and you're ready to implement implement it. That is when you can activate your power team because, you know, even though they are not your staff, they are still a part of your team, and it is going to require you to follow up and to properly delegate in order to see some things get done. So that's very, very key. So, again, I want to encourage you. I want to um, recommend to you that if you have not already started looking at how you can develop a power team, I want to encourage you to go ahead and schedule a power talk with me, which is a complimentary 45-minute session where we can discuss how to put together your power team, what the, what the different roles, what are the different roles that are needed for your power team, and also look at your delegation system. Now, I won't be able to help you um, finalize it, but I will help you get it started, okay? I will brainstorm with you and help you get the thought process going so that you can start taking better action on it, okay? So there you have it, the five questions of leadership and authority that are so very, very important. I want you to take them um, seriously, and I want you to start paying attention to them and looking at what it is that you need to do to have better leadership and authority in your very own business, okay? Very important. So there you have it, ladies. And again, it is, it is vital as an entrepreneur, someone that wants to really see success in their business, it is so vital that you ask these questions, the five questions of leadership and authority, you ask these questions as often as you need to in order to gain better clarity and to start implementing things better in your business. So very, very key. Again, I want to welcome all of you um, on, on this call. We are here on a Tuesday, which is highly unusual. But again, I wanted to really not just pre-record, but I wanted to actually do a live broadcast and, and put a wonderful closure to our topic, Becoming a Relentless Businesswoman, because it is indeed a topic that deserves to be closed properly. And so, again, later on, I will be covering, uh, as we put closure to our theme for this last month, Relentless, Becoming a Relentless Businesswoman, I will be discussing the real to succeed. So that's coming up shortly. So make sure you have a pen and a notepad handy by you so that you will be able to uh, take some good notes. Also, I see that the board is pretty much closed out. We, we are full on the dial-in. Um, thank you so much, guys. This is such an offbeat day for me on Tuesday during the show. But however, I wanted to make that happen for you. Um, and I wanted to bring you some really good content today um, to inspire you to move forward with aggressively pursuing your success um, and making things happen in your business in 2019. So for those of you that are new to the show, I want you to know a little bit about who we are. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, women in business, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life 
generating, of course, the income that you desire. So that's what it's all about. So I'm going to be bringing to you every Monday at 12 noon, unless otherwise uh, mentioned, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern, I'm going to be bringing to you tips and resources and information, mindset uh, techniques, and different things that are going to help you to push forward, push push forward all the obstacles and become the businesswoman that you need to be. And so, again, I want to encourage you to mark your calendar, set it for a recurring event every Monday at 12 noon. And then, of course, please do share Successful Woman Radio with other businesswomen. You know, being a businesswoman not only is about us creating success for ourselves, but it's feeling free enough to bless the lives of other women who are also needing help, who are also needing to be in positive environment. And so you have to be in the blessing business. And so, again, share the show with other women. You know, I want to encourage all of you who are listening Text three businesswomen that you know. Say, hey, not sure if you're familiar with this show, but I listen every week. Tune in to Successful Woman Radio at 12 noon Eastern Time. Here's the dial-in. And, of course, for those of you with a pen in hand, the dial-in to the show is 347-637-2589. Again, 347-637-2589. You know, I have really been doing some deep thinking lately on myself and my business, and I have really been taking very serious the topic of relentless and uh, have been going back over the book, No Excuses by Brian Tracy, and just really doing some self-examination and asking myself, how can I push harder? And the one thing that I have discovered for myself, and maybe this will help many of you as well, is that in order to get myself into that mindset of where I need to be to be more relentless, to pursue my dreams and goals aggressively, to um, make sure that I am clear on my dreams and goals and clear about what I should be doing as the CEO of my company, I realized that that in and of itself has to have its foundation set properly, Right? And so some of the things I have gone back and I have paid attention to is, again, I've gone back to my five questions of leadership and authority, and I myself have made sure that I was clear on my role as CEO, looking at my business priorities. I've also um, made some adjustments to my power team, so I'm going to be eliminating some, some roles on my power team that I don't need, but adding other roles on my power team that I do need, right? And then I've been looking at my delegation system and the way I follow up with things and the way I practice time management, and I've realized that that in and of itself needed some tweaking as well. And I needed to go back to my belief system, and I really needed to ask myself some hard questions again. Do you believe that you have the capacity to create the success you're looking for? Do you believe that you can create a seven-plus-figure income? Do you believe it? Do you believe that you have the mental strength and energy required to be aggressive enough to push forward and move past all other obstacles? And that is key. That is very, very key. 
And so some of the things that I, I looked at for myself that I needed to do was I needed to revamp my time management system and make sure I was on point with that. I needed to go back and take a look at my customer relations uh, manager, uh, and I needed to make sure that I was committed to the, the right system that I want to use, okay? And then on top of that, I needed to make sure that I am addressing my health and my energy and my stamina because all three of those things are needed at, at a maximum peak in order for me to go where I'm trying to go. And so I have to just really be honest with myself. You know, um, I, I have been tired a lot lately. I feel that my sleep is not where it needs to be, and certainly my weight is not where it needs to be. Because I'm overweight, I think that has a lot to do with my energy level. So I've been taking a look at that. I've been taking a look at my water intake, at whether or not I'm taking in enough water. I've been looking at all of those things, and uh, as a result, I I feel that I am at a level in my life where I am really ready from a health perspective to make some fundamental changes because I cannot be relentless. I cannot be aggressive. I can't be consistent, everlasting, uh, and you know pursuing my dreams and my goals and I am not taking care of my health. I'm not taking care of myself overall. And so that is one of the things that I am personally working on. And maybe this is something that you have to do too. Maybe you need to set the stage and you need to set the foundation to become a relentless businesswoman. Maybe there are some things that you need to filter out, some things you need to eliminate, and some new things that you need to embrace into your life that are going to help you to have that tenacity, that type of energy that's required to become relentless, right? And so I'm hoping that this is helping you by sharing with you, here's some of the things that I'm working on. And so I realized that I needed to set center stage. I want to get better organized. There's some things on my desk I want to get eliminated and get rid of. Uh, I just need to really just clean it out, clean, clean out the gut so that I can release and allow in the productivity and the things that are going to help me to be a relentless businesswoman, the type of businesswoman that I need to be in order to see my dreams uh, and, and to see them come to fruition. And I wish that for you as well. So if you need to set center stage, if you need to create a foundation, if you need to take care of some things and clean out some gunk in order to become relentless now, is the time for you to start doing it. So no better way than to start with an excerpt from the book, No Excuses, and I'm going to be reading from Chapter 13, Self-Discipline and Time Management. This is, this is really a good section as well. All of the sections of the book are really incredible. So the author starts off with a quote from one of my favorite people, Napoleon Hill, which says, if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Let me read that again. If you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Of course, that, that phrase was by Napoleon Hill. The author says there is perhaps no area of your life in which self-discipline is more important than in the way you manage your time. Time management is a core discipline that largely determines the quality of your life. 
as Peter Drucker said, you cannot manage time. You can only manage yourself. Time management is really, he says, life management, personal management, management of yourself rather than of time or circumstances. Time is perishable. It cannot be saved. And, you know, I like that because I never thought of time uh, in that manner, but perishable really does explain the fact that we cannot recapture time. We cannot um, reuse the time that we get. It, 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 once, it, once it is gone, it's gone. So he says time is perishable. It cannot be saved. Time is irreplaceable. Nothing else will do. Time is irretrievable. Once it's gone or wasted, you can never get it back. Finally, time is indispensable, especially for accomplishments of any kind. All achievement, all results, all success requires time. You can't save time. The fact is that you cannot save time. You can only spend it differently. You can only reallocate your time usage from areas of low value to areas of high value. Herein lies the key to your success and the requirement for self-discipline. Time management is the ability to choose the sequence of events. By asserting your self-discipline with regard to time, you can choose what to do first, second, and not at all. And you are always free to choose. You require tremendous self-discipline to overcome the procrastination and delay that holds most people back from great success. A Native Indian, he says, once told me that procrastination is the thief of dreams. The Pareto Principle, the 80-20 rule, says that 20% of the things you do account for 80% of the value of what you accomplish. This means that 80% of what you do is worth 20% or less of the value of what you accomplish. He says some things you do are five times and even ten times more valuable than other things, even though they take the same number of minutes and hours. The most important things you do, the top 20%, are usually big, difficult, and daunting. In contrast, the 80% of things that you do that make little or no difference to your life are usually fun, easy, and enjoyable. You can tell the value that something has to you by the amount of your time you invest in it. You always pay attention to and spend time on what you most value, whether it is your family, your health, your social or sports activities, or your money and career. It is only by looking at how you spend your time that you and everyone else know what is really important to you. Some people say, he says, that career success is most important to them, and then they go home and watch television several hours per day. Some people say their families are important to them, and then they go out socializing or play golf or some other activity. Only your actions tell you and others what you truly value. The essence of time management is for you to discipline yourself to set clear priorities and then stick to those priorities. You must consciously and deliberately select the most valuable and important thing that you could be doing at any given time and then discipline yourself to work solely on that task. He says in corporate strategic planning, the main focus is on increasing the return on equity. Equity in a business is defined as the amount of money invested in the business by the owner, and that is aside from the debt and money borrowed. 
The purpose of strategic planning is to find ways to organize and reorganize the business in such a way that the company is achieving a higher rate of return on this equity than it would be in the absence of the planning process. Companies invest financial capital, but individuals invest human capital. Companies deploy financial assets, but your most vital assets are your mental, emotional, and physical energies. How you invest them determines your entire, your entire quality of life. In personal strategic planning, your goal is to get the highest return on energy from your activities. Jim Blanchard refers to this as getting the highest return on life. Just as you would be careful about investing your money so as to ensure the, that, that you get the highest rate of return, you must be equally careful when you invest your time. You must be sure that you earn the highest level of results, rewards, and satisfaction from the limited amount of time that you have. The author says, think before you act. Before you commit to any time-consuming activity, you must always ask, is this the very best use of my time? Lack of self-discipline and time management leads people to procrastinate their top tasks continually, causing them to spend more and more time on tasks of low or no value. And whatever you do repeatedly eventually becomes a habit. So I want to stop right here and just remind you guys that the author is so point on about this. He says, he, he says, whatever you do repeatedly eventually becomes a habit, and that is very, very true because a habit is made up of repetitive tasks that the subconscious mind eventually says, got it. You've done this so much, this must be what's important to you. And so we have to remember what we are repetitively doing over and over again because it's embedding in our subconscious mind and it is indeed creating a habit that we may not even want to be there. The author goes on to say that many people have developed a habit of procrastination, of putting off their major tasks and instead spending most of their time on activities that make very little difference in the long run. He says we really must look at priorities versus posterioritys. Setting priorities requires setting posteriorities as well. A priority is something that you do more of and sooner, uh, whereas a posteriority is something you do less of or later. You are probably already overwhelmed with too much to do and too little time. Because of this, for you to embark on a new task, you must discontinue an old task. Getting into something new requires getting out of an other activity. Before you commit to a new undertaking, ask yourself, what am I going to stop doing so that I have enough time to work on this new task? Go through your life regular and practice creative abandonment. Wow, that's an incredible pairing of words, right? He says we need to constantly be going through our lives regularly and practicing creative abandonment. He says consciously determine the activities that you are going to discontinue so that you have more time to spend on those tasks that can really make a difference in your future. Wow, this is good stuff, right, ladies? This is absolutely incredible. And this is something that we constantly must be thinking of. You know, we must be constantly creatively abandoning things that 
we have had on our plates for so long, and for some reason we're not letting go of it, but we have to in order to make room for tasks and different things that we really want. And sometimes, ladies, I think that we aren't being honest with our, ourselves because we oftentimes hold on to so many things that we really should have let go of that we have no room, no space for the new. And it's like we constantly are trying to accomplish new goals for the new thing that we want to do, but there's so much gunk. See, I call it gunk. There's so much gunk in in our head that we cannot get clarity on where it is that we need to be at right now doing our success journey. And so he puts it beautifully in talking about time management and talking about creative abandonment and making sure that you abandon some of the things that you're trying to get done on purpose if it's not really contributing to make a huge difference in your future. He also talks about identifying the consequences, and he says one of the most important words in developing the discipline of time management is consequences. Some things is important to the degree that it has a serious potential consequences for completion or non-completion. A task or activity is unimportant to the degree that it does not matter if it is done, if it is done or not. Let me repeat that. A task or activity is unimportant to the degree that it does not matter if it is done or not. For example, completing a course of study at the university can have an enormous consequence that can impact your life for, you know, the next 50 years, he says. Completing a major task or project at work or making an important sale can have a significant consequence for your job and your income. On the other hand, Drinking coffee, chatting with coworkers, reading the newspaper, surfing the Internet, or checking emails may be enjoyable, but these activities have few or no consequences. In other words, whether you do them or not makes little to no difference to your work or your life. However, it is precisely on these activities that most people spend most of their time. So, ladies, at this point, I want to um, challenge you and encourage you to make a list of the activities that you feel are priority in order to create your success. What are the activities that you are currently doing that literally, if you stop them right now, will have a grave consequence and impact on your life? And what activities, if you stop right now, would not even have a consequence? It wouldn't have, a, it wouldn't have an impact on your life at all. Those are the activities that you really need to creatively abandon, right? because they are not really adding to your life. Now, I will, as a side note, say this. I don't always think it's such a good idea to always be so serious that everything that you do is all to support what it is that you want out of life. Um, I think sometimes you have to have playtime. Sometimes you have to have that downtime to give your brain that time to rest and to relax. And so I do think that you should have some me time in there to do some things that you want to do, whatever it is. However, I think in, in this case, what the author is talking about, and I totally agree, is that most of the time, most people focus on and want to play all the time. And 80% of the time, they are focusing on things that really don't matter or contribute to their quality of life. And 20% of the time, they're trying to focus on things that they are serious about. And so what he's saying is something's wrong with that script. We've got to reverse that. 
You need to be spending the majority of time focusing on what really matters to you or what you say that matters to you. And as a matter of fact, I would say is that if you are focusing on something contrary to what you say that matters to you, then you really need to go back and reevaluate if that very thing really matters at all, okay? I know some people who have been in the same business for 10 or 15 years and they've never made any money from that business, and yet they say this business is important to them, but they've never made any money. They're still doing the same old, same old. And they themselves are in denial about moving forward, but what they need to really do is some creative abandonment. They need to leave that business, kick it to the curb. They need to make a decision to go ahead and release it because regardless of what the issue is, regardless of what the problems are, what the excuses are, um, what the reasons are for the business not doing well, you just can't afford to hold on to anything for 5, 10, and 15 years and not do anything with it, and, and you're just basically – um, hoping on air that something um, miraculous occurs in this business to make some money when you indeed are not creating or doing any activities that really are contributing to the life force of the business. And this is something that I have had to face in my lifetime to really ask myself, how serious am I? You know, one of the things I think are, are reasons I think that we take a look at these types of things and are confused about whether or not that we should let them go it's because we live in a society, and I'm talking about U.S., because I don't live anywhere else outside of the U.S., so I can only talk about being an American. And I know that many of you, I have a lot of um, international listeners, but I want to talk to my American um, associates at this time. Here's the thing. We live in a society that is based off of instant gratification. And when you live in a society that's based off of uh, instant gratification, there is a force of movement naturally that pushes you towards that very same thing because you're living in a, an environment, you're living in a system where everything is focused on having it now, right? From commercials that you see on television to when you walk in a store to when you walk in a mall, everything of, uh, in America from a, a global advertising perspective, is targeted psychologically. And so, therefore, it's working on your psyche to be, you know, to have things now, to have that instant gratification. And I think that that has a lot to do with success because when you want things now and you're not willing to be patient and let the system work and when you're not willing to let, um, let your foundation be built properly, then that causes a mindset issue. It causes a mindset problem. And oftentimes what I find is that women will start a business and they fizzle out very fast because if the business is not making, um, for example, if it's not making a high five figures monthly right away, it, it they fizzle out and they abandon the business itself. And yet, hold on to it at the same time, and they go on with this process for years, pick it back up, do a little something, abandon. Pick it back up, do a little something, abandon. And as a result, the business is never successful. They have big damage to their mindset and their belief level, their belief system, because they have kept picking the business back up and abandoning it. And as a result, they are in the same space that they were in 
three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I, I, I've seen that happen. And in some regards, I have experienced that before as well. So what I want to say to you is that you've got to start being more deliberate with who you are, with what you want. And if you say you want these things, then that is what you need to do. The big thing is that you cannot be embarrassed about what you want. You must take ownership of it, and you must have some pride about what you want, and you must be willing, um, you must be willing to embrace it. So if you want a 10-bedroom a, a home, okay, that's nothing wrong with that. If you want a mansion, there's nothing embarrassing about that. Say that's what you want, right? If you want, if you don't want to go back to school for your master's degree, uh, stop trying to impress people with getting it and don't go back to school, right? Uh, if you've been saying that you're going to get certified as a coach for years and years and years, but you've never done it, question yourself and ask yourself, why haven't you? Why haven't you done it? If you keep saying that you're going to get some kind of training, if you've been saying that you're going to get coaching to help you with moving your business forward, but you haven't, you've been saying that for years and years, you've got to question yourself if it's something that you really want. See, what I'm learning is that a lot of our wants and desires are based off of what other people are doing. Is based off of what other people have, and it goes right back to keeping up with the Joneses. It goes right back to instant gratification, and we've got to get ourselves, our mindset, into a different level of thinking. We've got to be totally honest with ourselves, ladies, about what we want out of life, or else nothing is going to work for us. No, no amount of time management. No amount of sales and marketing, no amount of anything is going to work for us until we are being totally and brutally honest with ourselves. So this is why it's key for you to take a look at the activities that you're doing. Are 80% of the activities that you're doing, are they basically um, activities that really are not impacting your life in a positive way? Are they going to have lasting effects on your life? Or are they activities that are just taking up time because you want to play and you really don't want to get serious with what it is that you really want so they allow you to escape from it? You really have to have your aha moment right here. You really have to ask yourself these questions and get very serious. Case in point, every Monday I come on the show and I read the five questions of leadership and authority, and the very first thing automatically says, are you clear on your role as the CEO? And I have recommended time and time again that one way to get clear is to make a bullet point list of what it is that you would expect of anyone that you would hire as a CEO. And that's going to help you get clarity and know what it is that you want. What reports would you be expecting that person to provide to you so that you know that your sales and marketing is doing well, you're making money? What reports would you expect? And so I've had a lot of people who've been listening to the show for a number of years, and many of them will be honest, and I appreciate that honesty. And they will say, Trina, I've never, I've been listening to the show all this time, and I've never created a position description. And so, again, I just want to remind all of you who are listening to this particular episode of Becoming a Relentless Businesswoman, um, I want you to understand that in order for you to start seeing results, not next year in 2020, but in order for you to start seeing results this year in 2019, it is vital that you be honest with yourself and that you be extremely clear 
about what your priorities are and what you really want out of life. And if thinking about the next three to five years is a little bit overwhelming for you right now, what is it that you want for the rest of this year? What is it that you need? Is it that you need $10,000 cash to do a certain number of things? Is it that you really wanted to see yourself in a new home before the year is over? Is it that you really wanted to, to have a family vacation and the summer is halfway gone and you haven't planned for the vacation, you haven't did anything, don't, don't even know where the money's coming from? Um, what is it that you want? You see, I think that as women, we are not honest with ourselves, and I don't know if that is a side effect of us trying to uh, help everybody else and be the, the caretaker of everybody else, and we just kind of like lose our own selves. So therefore, we uh, somehow ingrain the thought that we don't matter, and so therefore we start lying to ourselves about what we really want and to suppress it in order to get through the day. I'm not sure, but that could be what's going on with a lot of us in our lives. But there's, there's a time and a place that comes when you realize in your life that you no longer want to waste the valuable time that you have in your life and that what you want to do is something meaningful, something, something for yourself. And so this is the time, ladies, for you to be understanding that. Uh, I am definitely in the 50-plus stage of my life. I, I'm over that 50 years old mark. And I just want to tell all of you who are in your 30s and in your 40s, I want to let you know that time is going to keep passing you. It's not going to stop. Every day we're given 24 new hours to be grateful for, and it's going to keep doing that for as long as we live because it's a testament that we're living in this life. But what you do with it is so vital. So what I want to challenge you today, again, is to make a list of the priorities, things that you are doing or the activities that you're doing, and I want you to separate them between things that really have a lasting impact on your life and things that really don't have a consequence or don't have an impact on your life. And I want you to look at those lists, and I want you to start creatively abandoning certain activities so that you can free up that time for yourself and your business, okay? I want you to I want you to start thinking about that, okay? And um, this this particular chapter in the book of No Excuses is so awesome. I really want you guys, if you for those of you who have the book, and I know hundreds of you have them because I've been receiving so many emails about different uh, parts of this book. I really, really want you to go back over chapter uh, 11, 12, and 13. That is self-discipline and sales, self-discipline and money, self-discipline and time management. These are three powerful, powerful chapters in this book that really will help you to have many, many aha moments. So as we end this book um, with that particular chapter, okay, uh, chapter 12, self-discipline and time management, please make sure that you go and you continue to read the book in its entirety. Um, because there are several other chapters after that, um, and I think that it would be to your benefit. I believe in all there are 20 chapters, uh, 21 chapters. So make sure that you read all of the chapters. Um, and, and, you know, I would encourage you to start a journal, a no excuses journal, so that you can take notes in each of the chapters and talk about how you're going to implement these and how, how what you've learned can impact your life 
in a positive manner. And so, ladies, now, as we put close to no excuses and we've read that, I want to go ahead and talk to you about relentless, the will to succeed. You know, I'm so very, very excited about um, this particular topic and this word. And what I desire to be is a relentless businesswoman. And I am on the path of discovery to becoming relentless in everything that I do, not just in my business, but in my life, because I realized that in or that relentless um, really means that you are constantly pursuing, persistent, enjoying it, and that you're not going to let go of it. That once you make up your mind that this is something that you want, you're going to be relentless and passionate about pursuing it. And so what I want to do is I want to talk to you about the will to succeed. And I hope you have your pen and your notepads out because this is something that I think is key. I I did prayer last night, meditation. I studied it early this morning because I really wanted the closure on the topic of becoming a relentless businesswoman. I want it to be meaningful to you. And so as I discuss the will to succeed, I want you guys to be thinking about how you can become more relentless in your life, how you can be more passionate about pursuing what it is that you want in life, and also how you can um, become honest with yourself, which brings me to the first thing about the will to succeed. What I've come to understand and learn from everything that I have read from experts and from what I have experienced myself is first you're really going to need self-honesty, okay? Um, self-honesty, is, it means that at all costs, you are going to tell yourself the truth about where you are, what point you are at in, in any given time in your life. Self-honesty is key in order for you to heal yourself, in order for you to push forward and make things happen in your life. Self-honesty is very, very important, okay? And so with self-honesty, one of the things that you, you have to realize is you have to ask yourself this question, have I been lying to myself? Have I not been telling myself the truth or have I not been totally honest about what my priorities are? What is it that I want? What is it that I want? Case in point, and I'm just going to bring this up because, I mean, it's something that I thought about. Um, I know that my husband and I have been talking about downsizing. We live in a beautiful uh, five-bedroom home, four bathrooms. I haven't even been downstairs in the basement, oh, my gosh, in about four months, right? I mean, so, you know, when you think about those kinds of things, you think to yourself, yeah, it probably is time for us to downsize. You know, we don't have small children anymore. It's time for us to be looking at towards the retirement. But whenever he would bring up that word retirement, we have to start thinking about our latter years. We have to start thinking about retirement. Just talking about it just made me feel old. You know, I, I didn't want to feel old. I didn't want to feel like this is it. Okay, I have to stop and now transition my mind to the end. That's not who I am, and that's not what I want to be. That's not who I am about. But I realized that I was perceiving it in the wrong way because what he's talking about is just being proactive, being prepared. But I also realized that 
it's not that I don't want to downsize, but it's that I, I do want a new home. I would like to move in a totally new, beautiful home, and I would like for it to be maybe bigger but not have a basement, right? And I have to be honest with myself about that. I have to be honest with myself to say, no, I'm not through. I'm not through. I'm not ready to downsize in such a way that, to say this is the home that I'm going to have and I'm going to die in. Uh, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. But what I am ready for is I'm ready for exploring new possibilities. I'm ready for more travel. I'm ready for doing more things that are going to enlighten my life. And so that is a conversation that I will have to have with my husband. That is a conversation that I will have to be honest and say, I need to be honest about some things. I need to talk about retirement, where we are, where we're going, what we're trying to do. I have to be honest with him so that I can then be honest with myself and be free to plan and pursue. What about you? What are some things that you need to be honest about, right? Um. I am totally honest about the fact that I desire to be a multimillionaire. I'm very honest about that. That is what I desire. But it's not just about being a multimillionaire. It's about doing a cash flow and looking at the things that I would like to do with my life and even beyond the end of my life, how it's going to impact the life of others, my daughter, my son, my nieces, my nephews, looking at the things of how it's going to impact them. So with that said, Self-honesty is very, very key. And I know there are some people who say, well, no, I don't want to be a millionaire, just a little bit of money to do this or that. But I think that we are uh, playing around with being honest with ourselves, and it's time to put on our big girl panties and be serious about what it is that we want and say what we want and stop being embarrassed about what we want and caring about what other people think. Be honest at all costs. Be honest with your I've talked to women who have been married to one man for 15 years, and and then I discover after I talk to them, hey, you're still married? No, I'm divorced. And I say, oh, really? And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you've been married for 15, 20 years, and you're, you're divorcing after all that time? What in the world happened? And then they will admit to me, I knew that I didn't want to be married anymore when I was five years in or seven years in. I knew that that relationship was uh, a toxic relationship at three years. And why I allowed myself to stay in a marriage 17 years past that, I have no idea. It's because we are not being honest with ourselves and we have a fear of telling people what we feel and what we think and what we want for our lives. And You've got to get to a point where self-honesty is so important to you at all costs, you will be honest with yourself. Because when you are not honest with yourself, this is when you are going to seriously not be working towards what it is that you really want in life because you suppressed it, okay? So that's number one, self-honesty. The second thing that I think is very important is persistent determination. You know, relentless, one of the words to describe relentless is being persistent, and that's very, very key. So you must have persistent determination. And what that means is that if things aren't going the way you want them to um, when you first start a project or when you first start something, don't abandon it right away. Did you really believe in it in the first place? Don't abandon it. Make sure that you are 
very deliberate in everything that you adopt as a project or as a business or as something that you really want to pursue or that you want to do. Believe in it wholeheartedly and be persistent with with determination, right? Be, Be very persistent with that. The third thing I think in the will to succeed is that you must understand that being relentless is not about just having a desire. I think desire is key because at the core of our being, at the core of our sense, when we desire something, it's probably one of the most the one of the strongest definitions of of human nature. When we desire something, we go after it wholeheartedly, right? But being relentless is not just about desire. Being relentless is also about commitment and honor. It means that you have the kind of commitment and you have the kind of loyalty and honor to yourself and whatever you are doing that you are willing to hold on to it and you are willing to be persistent with it on a consistent level, right? And so when you mix desire in with that, it's going to be all that much stronger. But being relentless is more than just desire. It really is. Number four is that in order for you to have the will to succeed, you must take ownership, okay? You don't need anyone's permission, my sisters, to be successful. And somehow as women, we have this tendency to feel that we need everybody's permission in order to be successful. Or we, or we feel that we need, um, you know, not only do we need permission, but we need for people to like what we do. We need everybody to like. And that's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. We don't need vindication. We don't need permission. We don't need verification from anyone to tell us that we have the right to be successful in life and the right to have the desire to want a high income and to live a certain quality life. We don't have to have anyone to tell us that, right? Yes, we motivate ourselves. We Other people uh, say inspirational things that motivate us. What I'm sharing with you may give you a sense of motivation and encouragement, but you don't necessarily need that or should not need that in order to be relentless and to move forward. You've got to take ownership. And when you take ownership of something, you become extremely loyal to it. And so that is very key. Number Ladies, I'm going to say this, and this is hard for many people to take, but when you become relentless, there is going to be sacrifice or a delay of of other things that you're involved in. It's inevitable, okay? And so sacrifice or delaying of other activities, or as Brian Tracy puts it, Abandoning other activities is, is, is a natural when you're talking about becoming a relentless businesswoman. So what is it that you will have to sacrifice? What other activities will you have to delay in order to pursue something that you hold more priority? You will have to figure that out. Number six, okay, you must be willing to push yourself 
even when everyone else has stopped the pushing, right? You may have a tribe behind you, a group of followers. You may have people surrounding you saying, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. You may have a coach, but there comes a time when it's just you and God. And you must be willing to push yourself beyond where anyone else has been able to push you. You must use the power of God and the strength of your belief to push you to where you need to be, okay? When everyone else has stopped, you must be willing to keep pushing. You don't need anyone else to motivate you or encourage you to live a successful life. You must believe that you can and you must hold on to it. And last but not least, number seven, is that you were born to be abundant and abundant in all areas of your life. And we can't allow instant gratification and keeping up with the Joneses. We can't allow that to stop us from claiming our abundance and being more abundant and living a more abundant life. So you need to first believe and understand that abundance is is not something that humans can give to us. Abundance is given to us from God. He pre-installed our ability to create abundance when we when we breathe our first breath. So you must claim your abundance or reclaim your abundance. You must believe that you have the ability to be abundant in all things that you do. And that is when you begin to release and understand that you are a human being with incredible powers that, that you were pre-installed with and you have the ability to do anything that you set your heart to, that it's really about creating the foundation to become a relentless businesswoman. So I ask you to really go back to number one, self-honesty, and I ask you to make a commitment to yourself to be self-honest, to be as honest with yourself as you possibly can be, Go back and look at your priorities and ask yourself, am I really doing what I want to do? And if you say, no, it's okay, creatively abandon it, stop. And then look at what it is, take that time to just explore and discover what it is that you really want to be doing, okay? Take that time to discover, and then you will discover a whole new you. When you're honest with other people, when you learn to say no instead of yes all the time, um, when you learn to creatively abandon activities that you really should have let go of a long time ago, then guess what will happen? The real you will come out and you will get to meet her. And, and you will get to love her in a whole new way, and you will begin to become the person that you desire to be. So, ladies, that's all I have on today's hot topic, Relentless, the Will to Succeed. Make sure that you stay tuned as we reveal our new theme for the month of August. Uh, mark your calendar for Monday, August 5th at 12 noon Eastern as I continue to share with you ways that you can be successful in your life and generate the income that you desire. This is Trina Moody, founder of Women About Biz and host of Successful Woman Radio, wishing you a productive and an abundant week and a relentless mindset. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.